Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Accomplishment Coaching is proud to present the following fine programming. Accomplishment Coaching, where coaches lead and leaders coach. AccomplishmentCoaching.com Welcome to Joy Rider Radio with your host, Sean O'Connor. Hey, welcome back to Joy Rider, everyone. Uh, we just wrapped up with Casey Cardin hearing about her work as a multipreneur and a coach and a producer of Opera Burlesque. Catch her show this Friday in New York City. I'll post the details. Next up, we're going to be joined by Maximus DeFrancesco. Max is also in New York and is also an opera singer as well as a musical theater performer and voice instructor. And um, pretty neat thing about Max, you can catch him singing the national anthem at the New Jersey Devils games, the NHL games that happened there, not too far from New York City. And uh, he just got signed for his fifth season doing that, which is amazing. So you can catch Max there, and I'll tell you later how you can get in touch with them for voice lessons. And um wanted to just share one of my uh, pieces of inspiration for for focusing Joyriders tonight on um, voice and on Max's work and on Casey's work is I started taking voice lessons myself back in May. And so for me, I sang as a kid and, and I gave it up at some point. And I've always loved singing. I'm, I'm one of those you know karaoke fiends. I don't go too often, but when I do, I have a blast with it. And um, it's just been so fun to take these voice lessons with an instructor I found, uh, who, you know, is a music teacher in a local university. Um, so really recommend it as a way to just, um, really work on your own self-expression and just using your voice. Like we've all got, we've all got a voice, um, and we can all stand to, um, cultivate it a little bit more and, um, singing lessons is one way to do that. So anyway, I want to welcome Max. Uh, to the show, I call him Max. I, I believe professionally he goes by Maximus. Um, so, Max, welcome to Joyriders. Thank you. Pleasure being yeah. here. It's good to have you on the show. Thanks for making time with us. I know you kind of had a crazy schedule today, and and we really appreciate no. you being on the show. That's a day in the life in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boom on the show and and Max yeah <laughs> you you also know Casey who we just wrapped up with um, had a great conversation with her and and just excited to continue it with you uh, beautiful our second opera singer on the show tonight <laughs> yep uh, so get comfy welcome to the show and okay I've been talking a lot and you know I think we'd love <laughs> to hear. I know I'd love to hear, and I think it'd be relevant for the show, um, if we just kind of heard about your journey into performance and into singing and, and using your voice in this way. It, was it something you started doing as a little kid? Can you just give us a little intel on how you got where you are? Oh, my gosh. Uh, sure. Uh, I started taking voice lessons when I was nine years old. I was a little soprano. But even before that, I would always sing around the house. 
my mother would say that my life was a musical because I would turn even the most mundane acts into songs, like tying my shoes or whatnot, just improvise whatever I was doing lyrically and put it to a melody. Um, Never went to church, so music wasn't a part of my life then. It just wasn't a part of my family. And uh, But my mom loved music. She played around the house all the time. She loved her disco divas. Um, <laughs> and uh, I demanded singing lessons when I was nine years old. I demanded them. I wanted to do it. I wanted to learn. And it was something I wanted to do. And my parents didn't think. They were like, I oh, not very good because I was a kid and I didn't have any training. But our neighbor, he was the church choir director, and he had heard me just outside or whatever, you know, scream my face off being a kid. And he was like, no, you really should. You should let him do it. And uh, I guess I could say the rest is history. But, uh, yeah, so through that, I my very first show was Amal and the Night Visitors. If anyone knows that, it's an operetta done at Christmas time, usually mostly in churches. Uh, I was a little boy Amal, a little boy soprano. And, and my voice changed when I was 14. I went to high school. But before that, I did community theater. Um, got into musicals. My group of friends did the theater, so I cultivated friends. My mother was an artist growing up, so art was always in my family. Um, Paintings hung around the house. She took me to Broadway shows. Um, Art was always a very important part of my life. And so it just, I don't know, it just fed me. It just felt, it was just something I love to do. And when you have less responsibility as a kid or a teenager, you, you feed into that reckless abandon. So... So yeah, and I went to I did um, community theater, and I did I was a theater kid in high school, and uh, then I went to college for opera, and then I moved to New York, and here I am now. Yeah, living in Manhattan. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a love hate uh, relationship. I'm sure many people will tell you. <laughs> yeah, I've spent a lot of time there. Um, I can imagine. And given that it's August, too, uh, it's probably pretty, oh, it's humid pretty sticky right there. Now. Yeah. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Very humid. And you're – I was uh, sharing how you have this gig with the New Jersey Devils singing national anthem. Mm-hmm. And, and you're originally from New yeah. Jersey. Is that right? Yeah, yep. I grew up in New Jersey, um, only about 30 minutes away from the city. So when I would say that art is part of my life, my mother would take me all the time when I was a kid. Actually, I remember one time I took some days off of school to audition for the national tour of Sound and Music, and I got called back three days in a row, and I made it to the final cut, but I didn't make the show. But if I had made the show, I would have missed my seventh or eighth grade year of school, and I would have been on tour for the whole school year and would have had to get tutored on tour and that's one of those moments I think back, I'm like, wow, my life would have been so incredibly different if that just one thing had happened. Um, but yeah, I lived, so I lived about 30 minutes away and, uh, yeah, we would come in, come in all the time. So yeah, I grew up in New Jersey. I love New Jersey. New Jersey gets a bad rap because people fly into New York or Newark and they see the industrial parks, but called the Garden State and my hometown is very small in the mountains. I grew up on a lake. The botanical gardens of the state of the Garden State are in my hometown, which are very beautiful. Um, it's woods, mountainous up north. Um, it's at the very base, the very base beginning of the uh, Catskills, I think. The Appalachian Trail, I think, begins in the northmost part of New Jersey, I think. 
And um, my brother's the hiker, not me. <laughs> but I do. I love nature and getting away. So, yeah, the Devils. The Devils happened in college. They had an open call, and I went. I submitted a video, and then I was a finalist, and I went. And it was supposed to be one game only, and it was one game. And then they scrapped the program because somebody messed up uh, performing, and I followed up and pursued it because it was something I'm a huge fan of the hockey team and of hockey, and it's a dream of mine to do it. So doing it once wasn't enough. I really wanted it, so I pursued it, and now I'm singing. I'm on their roster. I'm one of four singers, one of their two main singers, and uh, this will be my fifth fifth season coming up with the Devils singing the national anthem. Ah, amazing. And, yeah, it's uh, really cool. And, Max, because, because we have a personal relationship just outside this episode of the show, <laughs> I wanted to tell you I'm playing in – a hockey tournament this coming weekend, so that's something oh, yeah. we share in common. Is well, a couple things. I love using my voice as well. Um, but haven't you know? I haven't trained like you have, but we both play hockey, and yeah. uh, I'm mm-hmm. playing in a tournament this weekend. It's with uh, the Boston Lobsters, which is sort of the, the gay team up in Boston. And, I see. Um, <laughs> and, uh, is there is there a gay ice hockey league in Boston? There is, yeah. There's and, one in New uh, York as well. I don't know if you knew, but I I, I yeah. figured there was in New York because I know there's one in Boston and Albany, and so I figured there's one mm-hmm. in New York City. And um, yeah, so I'm playing in this tournament. My my dad's playing as well, and my older brother. And uh, it should hey, be fun. that's that's so cool. That's yeah. cool. My dad is not athletic. He would never do that but you know that's awesome yeah we haven't um as you know i only play roller and uh my group of friends we haven't played it's just been it's been too hot we uh we usually don't go out until the fall especially me i you know i play goalie so i can't stand in the sun and in the heat with all those pads on i just like (laughs) i'll just collapse (laughs) yeah it seems funny to be playing ice hockey in the month of august but um it should be great Except we're playing four games between Saturday and Sunday. So I'm probably going to be <laughs> pretty, You better buy deep. some uh, bags of peas. <laughs> uh, yeah. Take a spa day so, on Monday. <laughs> that's a great idea. <laughs> I should definitely get that set up. Uh, so, you know, in a few minutes we'll take a, a commercial break. And when we get back, I, I want to talk more about you know, cultivating your voice. Um, I really think of voice as um, an instrument of joy, if you will. Um, and and just before we break, you know, I want to say um, I sang as a kid and I really loved it. And what I think is really neat about your story is how it it seems like you had this um, this family and this mom who really helped you like cultivate that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, actually, sorry, I'm going to backtrack my words a little bit. You said mm-hmm. you demanded singing lessons, which was really, which was really cool, and I love that. But it seems like you also had, you know, parents that were really receptive to it, and you know, when yeah. you made that stand for yourself, um, you know, it was a go. And gosh, here we are at the commercial break, so we're just going to, have to pick that up when we get back. So. We'll be back in a few with Maximus DiFrancesco. Thanks for joining us, Max. And Joyriders. We'll be back soon.
Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner, the book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold, and visit HarrietLerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Has your business been amplified? Are you tired of doing marketing that doesn't deliver results? Mobile apps build loyalty and quality retention. Your app from UPG Mobile puts your business on their mind and at their fingertips. UPG Mobile will give you a custom app highlighting how you are unique, targeting your message, and improving your open rates. Amplify your business and amplify your presence with your customers at upgmobilemarketinggroup.com. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Goley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it well. On the Internet, your business's reputation can be unjustly destroyed in an instant. Don't wait for that to happen. Building and marketing your five-star reputation can increase your business by as much as 19%. Take control of your reputation and have the five-star reputation you deserve with Reputation Marketing Solutions by DSI Development. Become the go-to company by visiting 5starrepmarketing.com. The number 5starrepmarketing.com. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of universal talk laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal talk laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find universal talk laws at KenjaDixon.com.